From WDBM, East Lansing. You are listening to The The Undercurrent. Our weekly news and storytelling program. Made by and for the students of Michigan State University. You are listening to The The Undercurrent. Hello and welcome to The Undercurrent Season 11, Episode 5. I'll be your host, Cole Tunningly. This one is called Leave. It's spring break, which means a ton of us students are leaving to go on vacation or to go home. Good riddance to you all. The streets of East Lansing will finally be empty. Maybe I can fulfill my dream of promenading nude down Grand River. It's time to chill out, have fun, break a few bones, party. There's no better way to chill out than by listening to The Undercurrent. I'm your host, Cole Tunningly and I've got your back this spring break. First, on this week's show, I'm not going to be talking about spring break. I'm talking about a different type of leaving, a strike. This past year, we've seen teachers go on strike all over the country. Lo and behold, they actually work. The teachers usually get what they want. The lesson here is that strikes are effective. That's why I'm excited for March 15th. On that day, students across the globe will be participating in a global climate strike. I talked to someone from the Lansing chapter of the Sunrise Movement about the Green New Deal, corporate money, this strike, and more. Here's that story. On Friday, March 15th, at 11.11 a.m., the students of Michigan State University will be gathering at the Han Administration Building as part of a global climate strike. And so we are coming together and we are demanding that people take bold climate change action before it's too late. And so from my understanding is that people from all over the globe are going to be striking out of class and at work at 11.11 on March 15th. And we're going to leave our places of school and work and demand that climate change action be taken all over the world. That's Shelby Crone, a James Madison student and a volunteer with the Sunrise Movement's Lansing chapter. She started working with this group last year. And since then, they've made quite an impact on America's discourse around climate change. It's gone crazy. If you had told me when I had started in May that people would nationally be talking about our idea for the Green New Deal and that the Senate was actually going to vote on it, I would think that you were completely insane. But I think it just speaks to like how inclusive and how bold our vision is, Like just seeing the momentum that we've gotten in these last couple weeks and months. It's, it's been insane. A study by Yale and George Mason University found that 92% of registered Democrats support the Green New Deal. That's an overwhelming number. And interestingly enough, 64% of registered Republicans also support it. According to Crone, the Green New Deal is so important and so popular because it's the only policy proposal big enough to actually take on climate change. She also said that it's important because... And it also keeps in mind frontline communities. It talks about jobs. It talks about the economy. It's the most inclusive climate change plan. I don't think a carbon tax will do enough. I don't think just putting in more solar panels or having taxes, I don't think anything like that would even fix the problem remotely. So if it's got widespread support and it's a comprehensive solution to our problems, why hasn't it already been passed? This seems to be the fate of many policy proposals, including Medicare for All, free tuition, ending the war on drugs, increasing taxes on the rich. You know, they can't make it through our corporate capitalist government. 
It's outrageous that those elected to represent the people of this country simply do not reflect their desires. The interests of the American public and the interests of the wealthy elite will always be at odds. Even prominent Democrats didn't bother to offer their support to the Green New Deal. Nancy Pelosi will not sign on to it. She instead asks how we're going to pay for it, and she called it a green dream. Crone witnessed this attitude firsthand when she was working with the Sunrise Movement and various Democratic politicians during the last election. Like, they believe in climate change, but they're not willing to do a whole lot about it, and that's because they take a lot of money from fossil fuel companies. They take a lot of money from the executives. And when you take that money, you are not beholden to what people care about. You are beholden to what the people with the money care about. And so I think like when we see people like Senator Feinstein come out against the Green New Deal, despite being a part of the party that is our only hope of tackling climate change, like it's showing that we need new Democrats to step up and we need old Democrats to take on the leadership roles to tackle this responsibility. And we've been having huge victories. Um, Rashida Tlaib, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, like these are congresswomen that understand this problem and that are willing to step up, run for office and change things. And I think that unless the Democratic Party goes in that direction, I think that they're going to have a harder time winning elections. It's especially dire for young people, like those who make up the majority of the Sunrise Movement, that these Democrats act now. Or like Crown said, they'll probably have a tough time getting reelected. Some politicians, like Diane Feinstein when she was confronted by young climate activists, will tell them to try to get elected someday so they can enact the Green New Deal themselves. It's a condescending thing to say, but it's popular. Hillary Clinton has said it too. But this suggestion makes no sense in the face of impending climate doom. Um, we hear a lot that um, we should just run for office ourselves, but <laughs> as you said before, like by the time a lot of us young people are old enough to even be in office, like it's just going to be too little too late. And so a lot of our messaging, especially when we sat in at Pelosi's office, was we need like the Democratic leadership that's happening right now to really step up because they are our last, <laughs> they're our last hope, honestly, in tackling the climate crisis in time. And I truly do believe that like if we keep going that the way we're doing and we keep becoming more progressive, like we will see change happen. These specifically are the changes outlined in the Green New Deal. The Green New Deal basically has three fronts. We want to go 100% renewable energy by 2030. We want to help restorative frontline communities. And we want to make sure that everybody who needs a job gets a job. So just imagine, just imagining what that would look like in Michigan. Like we could put people in Detroit back to work. We could take the lead pipes out of Flint. We can clean up every environmental disaster that's happened in the last how many years. And we can create a Michigan that's actually inclusive and that people actually want to move and work in. For the people of Michigan, the Green New Deal could be a gift. That's why Sunrise is working on getting Gary Peters to sign on to it. What makes me excited about the Green New Deal is like what it can do here in Michigan. I think like especially with the industry in Detroit, like we are a huge stepping stone in making this a reality. And I think of in terms of need, Michigan is definitely a place that needs this. And so we need leaders who are willing to, like, stand up and be bold. And we really, really want Gary Peters on our side in this fight. Crone hopes that the strike, coming up on March 15th, will be an opportunity to amplify the voices and ideas of climate activists fighting for change and to spread support for the Green New Deal. I'm hoping that we can get a lot of news press, like, especially around the Green New Deal, like, with that sort of, like, amount of attention. 
I think since it is global and it has been started by youth, we've already seen like a lot of news outlets. We've seen a lot of coverage on that. I think for me, at least what success would look like is just like seeing the immense crowd of people who care about this issue and networking them into a way of like fixing the problem. The strike is happening worldwide. There are at least 500 protests planned in over 50 countries. Hundreds of thousands of students may be involved, all sending out the same essential message. The youth are done waiting for solutions on climate change, and they demand action now. To those participating at Michigan State, here's what you can plan on seeing. They can expect to see a lot of young people like them who are really angry about climate change and who want the university and who want the country and who want the state to do something about it. They can expect to hear stories from people who are just like them. They can expect to chant and to sing and to like just share in a moment of feeling really scared, but also feeling really hopeful by seeing everybody else who cares about the same problem. Joining in the fight against climate change is a great way to fend off hopelessness. Bugs are dying. The clouds might disappear. Not to mention that folks are already dying from this and have been for years. It's horrifying. Yeah, I at least for me, I spent how many years of my life just feeling so alone and feeling like these problems were insurmountable. But the only time I ever felt like I was doing something worthwhile and like I was fixing the problem was when I joined Sunrise. And I want other people to feel that way, too. I've seen I've, I can't tell you how many friends I've made and how much hope I've been feeling. And it grows stronger every single day. And I want other people to feel that as well. And I want them to come and be a part of the history that we're making. I asked Shelby to respond to adults who would tell students not to strike. People who would say things like, why don't you go back to class or go to work? The problem with that reasoning is that the adults who put us in the situation and who are threatening our lives are telling us not to care and not to do anything about it. Which is, to me, like literally the definition of insanity. I'm not sure how we're supposed to be expected to follow in this path and to not do anything when our lives are literally at stake. And I understand that class is important. I also want to graduate and get out of here. But I don't think I'd be able to, I just can't live with the fact that if, that when climate change gets even worse, like I wasn't there trying to stop it for myself and for my friends and for my home. Again, the strike is on Friday, March 15th at 11, 11 a.m. MSC students will be meeting at the Hanna Administration Building. Welcome back to the show. You're tuned in to Impact 89 FM, Michigan State Student Radio Station. I'm your host, Cole Tunningley. If you like what you hear so far, you can find more episodes of The Undercurrent online at our website. It's impact89fm.org slash the hyphen undercurrent. The Sunrise Movement has been featured twice in the past, once on Season 9, Episode 5, Sunshine, and then again on Season 10, Episode 1, Work. So you can check those out. We have 10 whole seasons of content ready to listen to, and it's all on impact89fm.org slash the hyphen undercurrent. Coming up next is reporter Sophie Sagan, talking to Adam Artsberger from Alternative Spartan Breaks. ASB offers service trips to MSU students every year. I'd never heard of them before, but they sound pretty cool. If you haven't heard of them either, Sophie's got you covered next.
And now, reporter Sophie Sagan's interview with Adam Artsberger from Alternative Spartan Breaks. Here it is. So, I don't know, have you ever heard the quote, like, find yourself in, like, the service of others? And I feel like that's, like, what we kind of do when we also, like, find friendships and find, like, each other in the service of others. That's Adam Artsberger, quoting Mahatma Gandhi. My name is Adam Artsberger. I'm a senior here at MSU. He's a senior here at MSU. He's majoring in human biology and is on his way to med school next fall. He's also the vice president of outreach for Alternative Spartan Breaks. He and his team organize fundraising and recruitment on campus for the organization. I've been a part of the ASB board for two years, and then the year before that, I was just like a participant on a trip, and then I was inspired, so then I got involved with the organization more intimately. It's been like basically my life, like it's been like the crux of my undergrad, like so it was just like really important to me. It's become like important and like close thing to my heart. But what is ASB? Um, so ASB stands for Alternative Spartan Breaks. So we're a service organization. And we send MSU students on service trips over winter and spring break and also on some weekends. On average, we send like 25, 30 trips a year. Like they go all over the United States. Some of them even go internationally. Each trip has like its own kind of special social issue that they work with. This could mean anything from natural disaster restoration to HIV and AIDS advocacy to environmental conservation. And much more. There are so many different groups that head out to different areas of the country, so including trip trips like... called Constructing a Trail, and there's, like, this big trail that's going across one of the states, and we just keep adding to it every year. Like, we send students back, and we just keep adding and adding. Another trip goes out west to a mysterious location, and they help build solar panels. Um, so that's pretty cool. We have another trip that helps um, homeless animals. They work with a community partner and... They do a lot of work with like that homeless animal shelter, which is pretty cool. Um, one of our weekend trips goes to Flint, and it works with C- Crossing Waters, is that community partner it works with, and Crossing Waters um, helps deliver bottled water to residents of Flint because what it makes this kind of like interesting and like there. a little different. Kind of like what gets me is that we don't tell people where the trips are going until they've already kind of signed up for them. Then this way we get people who are actually passionate about like the service and the social issue that they're going to be doing on the trip and they aren't picking based on like the location that they're going to. So if a trip's going to Florida, they're not like, oh, gee, like I'm going to go to spring break in Florida. So like, let's go to this trip, like, and like disregard like the social issue of it. We just really try and cultivate really good connections between our students and like the service that we go and do. The next set of trips are scheduled to depart this spring break, March 2019. ASB is sending 16 trips with 12 members in each group. One trained grad student or faculty member is present as sort of an emergency manager, and two undergrad site leaders coordinate site logistics and communication between the other nine participants. Adam has been on three ASB trips himself. On the last one... And then my third trip, which I went on this winter, um, was an environmental trip, and this is it's one of our super popular trips now. Um, we went somewhere warm, and we worked with sea turtles. And that trip was really, really cool. I had never really done anything environmental. All my stuff had been social-based before. Um, and we did a bunch of, like, beach cleanup. We worked on a pier one day. We got, like, a tour of all their facilities and see what this amazing organization is doing to, like, save all of these sea turtles and do all this, like, super amazing, great work. And it was just super cool to be a part of it. And it, like, gave me a little green thumb. And I came back and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm going to be so sustainable and, like, recycle everything and, like, not use plastic straws anymore and stuff like that. So It might not be the typical spring break 
or any brake that you're used to, but that's exactly the point. Alternative Spartan brakes are designed to stretch your comfort zone, to help you learn something about another place and the service being done outside of East Lansing. It's a bit of a risk, but Adam wouldn't want this to deter anyone from giving ASB a chance. You never know what you'll take away. Take the leap of faith. It sometimes is kind of nerve-wracking and a little bit, like, like it gives people cold feet because they're sacrificing a, like a spring break to like not do something fun, like go to Cabo or Cancun or wherever people go, um, and to kind of like give it to other people and to serve for like your whole spring break. But I would just say like take the leap of faith. Like it fills you in a different way and like helps your like spirit and like your heart like in a way that of like a crazy spring break in Mexico like wouldn't do. For Impact Student News, I'm Sophie Sagan. That's it for this week's show. I've been your host, Cole Tunningly. Thank you for listening. I'd also like to thank Jeremy Whiting, our general manager, Olivia Mitchell, our station manager, and Simon Fenzi, our programming director. Thank you also to Sophie Sagan for your work on this episode. And thank you again to you, the listener.